Hello, incredible listeners. Before we jump into today's podcast, I've got something for you. If you're tired of feeling overwhelmed because look, life just happens and you always feel like you're putting other people first or just random things first, rather than working on your own personal goals, I've crafted a game-changing tool. The Find More Time PDF is a step-by-step guide designed to help you reclaim control over your schedule. So picture this, no more scattered moments, no more feeling overwhelmed, not getting stuff done, and always using the old excuse of not enough time. Imagine the freedom of having time for what truly matters to you and to figure out where you're wasting your precious time and to start choosing to do something differently. Head to the show notes to grab the link and get this PDF delivered to your inbox today. It's free and it will help you step into a life where you're the master of your time. Let's turn those dreams into reality. Now let's dive into the podcast. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of More Life, Less Drama. Today we're diving into a topic that might make you question, are you scared of the roller coaster? (laughs) I know that's a little bit weird, that question, but let's get into it. Have you ever watched a roller coaster and thought that's definitely not for me? I'm never riding a roller coaster. I'm too scared. That's, That's too much fear for me. Or maybe you're a person that is a thrill seeker who embraces the fear of a roller coaster, knowing that there's a payoff, that you'll get a high from it. And so today we're exploring the emotions we often try to avoid and why it's okay to feel them all. Because a roller coaster really brings up a lot of emotions for many people, whether it be the fear or the excitement. A couple of years ago, we moved to the Gold Coast and we literally live only a few kilometers, not even a few kilometers from Movie World. And Movie World, if you don't know what Movie World is, it's a theme park and it has lots of roller coasters and rides and things. And I should actually mention right now that I sound nasally because I have a cold (laughs) and it just is not leaving me alone. So I've got to record through it. So if I sound a little bit different, just know that's why. So back to the story, every time we drive past Movie World, especially before we went, we would look at the roller coaster and we'd see it. There's this big gigantic one, there's like a medium sized one and there's a couple of like mini ones. And we would often talk as a family about who would ride the roller coaster. And my son Oscar, he's like a big hell no, I'm never riding the roller coaster (laughs) type of guy. And then there's my husband who, look, He would go on if he was forced to go on, but he's not jumping up and down and saying, please take me, go on the roller coaster. Then there's Eloise, who is my youngest daughter, and she wants to, but she's definitely scared of the roller coaster. And then there's me, and I'm like, it freaks me out, but I also want to do it. I want to do it so bad, like I've ridden roller coasters in the past in my life and have actually enjoyed a roller coaster. And so... Yeah, there's all types of people in my family. So one day my daughter Eloise and I decide to go. We have a family pass that we're going to go use up. And we actually did it over a couple of sessions. We just ducked in one afternoon and went on a few rides. And then the next day we went back and we were sort of like working ourselves up. The first time we didn't actually have the guts to go on the big coaster right away. So we decided that we'd go on these smaller rides and there's a Scooby-Doo ride and it is a roller coaster, but it's quite a a tame sort of roller coaster. Well, I would say it's a six out of 10 on the fear factor. 
And we rode that a few times. It was fun. It sort of built up our ability to be okay on the roller coaster. And then there's this tiny little roller coaster called the Roadrunner roller coaster. And it's literally in the kids section. So there's a kids section at Movie World that has like a little water park and tiny little baby rides. (laughs) And there's this roller coaster there called the Roadrunner. And yeah, it's supposed to be for little kids, but Eloise and I lined up and went on it about five times in a row. (laughs) We just kept getting off it, going back on it. And it was just like building up our tolerance to feel the feelings of a roller coaster because, hey, if you don't like roller coasters, the drop of a roller coaster can be quite, yeah, it can be quite full on like that feeling and feeling out of control, that fear. Anyway, the Roadrunner is basically a two out of 10 on the fear factor. It's pretty tame. And then they also have the boat ride where you jump in one of those little boats and you go around and it's like a wild west scene and then you go up a big mountain and then you do a big drop from the mountain and it splashes all the water over you. I would say that's a 7 out of 10, especially the drop at the end. Like it's a fairly decent drop. And so we went on that a couple of times. And then we'd walk over to the big roller coaster. I can't remember what it's called now. It's got the the Joker's face on it. And we'd go over to the roller coaster and we would literally stand underneath it and we would watch it. We'd watch the people going up, watch the people going down. Then I got my watch out and I timed it to see how long it was going to go for. And it exactly goes for one minute, exactly from start to finish one minute. And I'm starting to think to myself, you can do anything for one minute, right? Like I tell myself about emotions all the time that I can feel anything for 90 seconds because that's how long an emotion lasts. And so I was starting to talk myself into it. I was starting to talk Eloise into it. I wanted to go straight away, but Eloise is like, no, no, let's come back next time. We'll do it. Anyway, so we did that a few times. And then the next time we went, we again, we went on all those small rides first, built up our tolerance to being on these rides. And then we went, okay, you know what? It's time to get on to this big Joker ride. So We went in, we lined up, and I'm telling you what, the anticipation in the line was the most nerve-wracking thing about the whole ride. The, like I said, the ride goes for a minute and we'll maybe standing in line for, I want to say 20 minutes. And so the build-up and the tension in the line, like you can feel your heart rate going up. You can feel like my, well, I could, this is me, my personal experience. I can feel myself getting freaked out the adrenaline was already pumping and even the dopamine was coming in before I even got on the ride then the next hardest thing about that ride was was being at the very beginning and like strapping ourselves into the ride and going up the little conveyor belt that takes you to the top of that first drop that's the scariest part because you know what as soon as you go over the drop yeah you lose your stomach and it actually then becomes fun it was so fun 9 out of 10 on the scariness scale but in the end it's fun it was actually really fun and I really enjoyed it we both had a great time and so once you go through that huge emotional burst you realize that you're actually more capable than you give yourself credit for because well that's what at least happens to me anyway and it this is parallel to things in life as well when you're feeling fearful about something then you go through it you do feel so much more capable you feel actually really proud of yourself that you've gone through something and you've come out the other side and the funny thing was that after that first rush of 
going on the ride, we were on such a high that we decided that we were going to go again. And so we did. So we lined up. It was the end of the day. So there wasn't many people in the, in the line. So it was quite easy. So we just lined up again and we jumped on it again. And this time the anticipation wasn't so much because I already had the adrenaline running through my body and it was easy. It was easy to line up. It was easy to get on. But the thing was, once we got off after going on that ride the second time, we were both left feeling quite sick, like our brains were shaken up. <laughs> it was, you know, it wasn't actually a really great idea to go on it a second time. And I learned the lesson that day because we both left feeling a little bit nauseous and just maybe too much adrenaline. And it actually got me thinking. It has lasted with me, the understanding and the lesson from that experience. You see, I love to talk to you about having less drama in your life and helping you grow on a personal level. It makes me see the parallels in life from the roller coaster, like getting on the roller coaster, doing it too much, and also not doing it at all. So some people, as you know, crave the drama, like the roller coaster high, while others really avoid it altogether. And I want to talk about finding the balance between coasting and riding the roller coaster in this episode. So that's what we're doing today. So first, I'm going to ask two questions. And depending on the type of person you are right now, and I want you to hear me when I say right now, because in the past you might have been different. But for right now, I want you to hear these questions and understand which one is you right now and which one will resonate with you right now. And I want you to answer it for yourself. The first question is, where are you always jumping on the roller coaster and riding the huge highs and the lows of emotions? And what will help you to coast? The second question is, where are you coasting too much and need a good roller coaster ride to perk things up in your life? So just take a moment to figure out which of those questions is for you right now, because that will allow you to come from the perspective that you need when you listen to the rest of this podcast. Because this is how I see it. Life is 50-50. You will hear me say that again and again and again. You will always feel the broad spectrum of emotions. And you are meant to. Emotions are not negative or positive. They are just emotions. And yes, we like to label them. But really, we are meant to feel them all. But if you are constantly living in a state of heightened emotions and everything is like go, 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 go all the time, and you actually need the dopamine hit and the highs of the emotions and the lows of the emotions to make anything happen in your life, you know, whether it be a drama or a deadline or even if it's just to make you feel alive, then chances are you're not giving yourself enough space and time to grow and evolve because you're in this constant state of fight or flight. On the other hand, if you were living in a state of like, oh, just blah, like couldn't be bothered doing anything, just have no emotional connection to anything and everything's flying under the radar, <laughs> you might be actually living in this state of freeze or fawn, like the response of freeze or fawn. And in this state, you might have lots of resistance to any sort of growth, even though you know, let's be honest, deep down you feel and you know that you need to do something different, but fear stops you. And therefore, because you're fearful of feeling fear, 
you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And you might even push down the fact that you often feel resentful or bored with your life. And then comes in the whole, but you should be grateful. And therefore you guilt yourself into staying the same by telling yourself you should be grateful for what you have. And then the cycle continues and you keep just coasting along doing the same thing. So all of these responses are normal, yet they are part of the body's response to threats, perceived or otherwise. And let's be honest, you know, let's break it down here. Most of the things that we are having this response to is purely emotional and not actual threats to our body and to our life. So as an example, instead of being chased by tigers, we are more likely to experience things like this. Your friend might not return your text message. You sent a text message. Maybe you've asked them a question or asked them something hard or maybe even just said, you know, let's catch up and they didn't respond to you. And therefore you start overthinking, you start coming to these conclusions about why and you can feel an emotional response. Maybe there's times where your partner disagrees with you. And again, you go into one of these responses and you feel like you're overly emotional in these things and it doesn't really make sense. Maybe your mum tells you something that is hard to hear. Maybe you're worrying about things in the future. Maybe you feel guilty about things from your past. But the, the whole point is that you are not in danger, yet your body is responding like it is. Like how many times have you shut down or wanted to fight back? And it just doesn't really make sense to the situation that you're in. This is what I'm talking about. So how do we balance out coasting and riding the roller coaster? Because I do believe that there is there is harmony. There is a space where we can find harmony in this space because as humans we want to evolve and grow and we also like to stay the same, to stay in our comfort zone. So there's this like juggling act constantly. So I look at it like this and this is my own personal preference. Coasting is good. Coasting is the place where you can be consistent. It's the place where you put into practice the things that you want to do differently. You know, it might be a new routine or a structure. It's basically where all the everyday stuff is. It's also where you spend most of your time. We don't want to be in heightened emotions all the time. While riding the roller coaster, however, is sometimes essential. Because once you start to feel apathy kick in, like the blah kick in, it might be time for a shot of perspective. Think of it like having an energy shot. You know, you're feeling a little bit flat one day, so you might grab one of those Red Bulls or a mother or one of those beautiful organic shots that you get these days. You might need something like that in your actual emotional body as well. So it's important because you do need heightened emotions in your life as well. You can't always just be in this state of apathy or just cruisiness okay cruisiness is great but sometimes you do need a shot of heightened emotions to give you some perspective and this is the important part the roller coaster only lasts on average a minute and it's only lasts an average of a minute for a reason because a roller coaster is not a place where you ride for hours and it's definitely not a place where you ride for days and weeks or months Because guess what? That makes you sick. You get off and you're completely shaken up. You don't know which way is up and which way is down. Perspective is off. Everything is off. So 
roller coasters are only for short periods of time and you jump on the roller coaster with intention. Thinking back to the day that I jumped on the roller coaster, it was, it was well thought out. It was, I worked myself up to it. I really wanted it in the end. So being on the roller coaster is the perfect place for growth. And yes, being on the roller coaster might not make you feel great. You might feel scared shitless to get on that thing, but it is needed to get you out of that state of blah. Let's think about how we can put this into what this might look like in your life. Getting on the roller coaster might look like speaking up at work. Maybe you've always been quiet and you can feel yourself getting frustrated. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you need some new things to do and you need to speak up. But up until that moment, you've never done it before. And it might scare you so much to say to your boss, hey, I need more of a challenge or hey, I don't like how this is going or can I give you some feedback? I actually have a client that has learned to do this and I swear to you it has changed her whole life for the better. Before doing this she was living in that state of freeze and was just completely not living the life and being who she wanted to be and once she learned to speak up by jumping on the roller coaster and giving herself some new perspective her life has changed for the better. It might mean confronting an old trauma that's happened in your life you know you might say to yourself okay this has happened maybe it's time to go to see a psychologist or talk about it with somebody it might mean starting a new routine or habit that is sometimes hard and sometimes you can't get out of your own way to actually cement it in and jumping on the roller coaster might be the best thing that you can do for yourself to get a new perspective on why you want to follow through with that goal it might mean leaving your relationship It might mean putting yourself out there and leaving yourself open to rejection. You know, like sometimes in our lives, we don't know how things are going to work out. But if we never try them, we don't really know (laughs) how it's going to turn out. We don't want to live with regret. Maybe it's asking someone out on a date. You don't know if they're going to say yes or no. But it's about getting that new perspective on things and trying new things out. It might mean signing up for university. Maybe you've always wanted to do a certain career, but you've had so much fear and you haven't started that. So maybe you're like, actually, it's time. And jumping on the roller coaster is going to help you sign up for university or any sort of course or new learning. None of this is comfortable. I get it. And the best thing is, and the best thing I can tell you is that it doesn't last. That discomfort that you're going to feel, it doesn't last. And if it does last, this is what I want you to know. It only lasts because you are indulging in the emotions surrounding the certain circumstances. I'll say that again. The emotion only lasts because you are indulging in the emotions surrounding the certain circumstances. So basically, it only lasts because you're allowing it to last. You see, a mentor once said, emotions are not for solving, but for feeling. Did you hear that? (laughs) I'm going to say it again, just for good measure, because I'm into saying things twice, obviously, on this podcast. (laughs) Emotions are not for solving, but for feeling. When you are indulging in emotions, like I just mentioned before, it's because you are trying to solve them instead of just allowing them to be felt and to be processed through. 
because emotions are not for solving but for feeling that's what an emotion is emotion is a feeling it's the same thing basically that's the lesson here the reason why we get stuck in either of these states of fight flight freeze or fawn is because we are not allowing the emotion to be felt we are actually making the emotion a problem and it's not the emotion is never the problem like emotions are meant to be there emotions are designed to keep us alert to danger and to grow and evolve hence you know being alive is very helpful for evolution (laughs) and I know that in this modern world we are definitely overthinking our emotions and our emotional states and making them problems instead of learning from them so if you've learned nothing else from this episode I want you to learn this I want you to learn to listen to your body because emotions live in the body When you are living in lightness and that free flow and everything's working out, just know that's you coasting. That's you being in a state of flow. And if your body offers you apathy and guilt and anger and boredom and frustration, listen. Listen and get a new perspective. That might be your cue to take a roller coaster ride, speak up, leave the relationship, sign up for the thing that you've been fearful of. And if you are feeling the opposite and you're feeling exhausted from all the drama and feeling drained and feel like you're always heightened and pulled in all directions, it's time to breathe and to figure out how to get back on solid ground and to coast. And this is what I have noticed when I'm going through this process myself. You'll feel more and you'll feel more often. (laughs) Sometimes when I'm in these states of emotions, because they happen a lot more frequently because I'm so much more open to them. I actually wish sometimes that I was oblivious like I was a few years ago. But then the magic happens when you are on the other side of the processed emotion. You felt the emotion, you've just allowed it to be in your body and you have felt it as it has come up. And you feel stronger and you feel more connected to your loved ones and you are finally able to follow through on your goals and dreams that's what happens you have the ability then to see a bigger picture that is not just about you and so if nothing else if you learn this it's worth every minute of the negative emotions that you do feel to get to that state on the other side because if done right like i said earlier the emotion only lasts for a short period of time And the more practice that you do, the faster you get and you move through it and you feel stronger every time. You just like keep up leveling and up leveling. Your emotional intelligence is skyrocketing. And when you feel emotionally strong, nothing is able to stand in your way. You always know how to show up as yourself. Yes, you're always evolving, but you don't have judgment of yourself anymore. And you start to understand more about yourself every day. And that, my friends, is such a gift. So I want you to remember these two questions from earlier on. And remember, tap into the one that is for you right now and go to work. Work on it. The first question was, where are you always jumping on the roller coaster and riding the huge highs and lows of emotions? And what would help you coast? And the second one is, where are you coasting too much and need a good roller coaster ride to perk things up in your life? So ponder on those questions, my friends, 
And that's it from me. I hope this has helped. Go out and find what you need to do, either coast or take a roller coaster ride, and let me know how you go. I would love to hear from you. Okay, have a great week. Bye. Thanks for joining today's conversation on More Life, Less Drama. If you're ready to take control of your time and transform your life, don't forget to grab your free Find More Time PDF. The link's in the show notes. Until next time, keep thriving and chasing those dreams. Talk soon.